Hi, welcome to Startup Out of the Box with Marco Silva and Vitor Domingos. On this episode, we'll discuss market strategies, funding, and how company culture will eat your software for breakfast. So, focusing on market strategies. Yep. Uh, there are a lot of lots of things that startups can do to better identify their uh, customers, their and, and build their products. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you're currently working on a startup. Yep. How do you actually try to figure out what's the best product to your customers first of all, and how should you actually should uh, attack the market and where should you put your eggs uh, into specific markets or specific actions okay. to go to market? Well, in my case, uh, I can uh, share two experiences because we uh, are we're sparing, experiencing our second. Uh, strategy to market. So we started as a B2B company. And when we started uh, our startup, uh, we already kind of had a, had a client uh, already in the pipeline. Uh, they were interested in, a, in the, the product that we presented in the conference, a prototype that we showed, and they told us, oh, well, the type of data that you guys are gathering, what he showed you in this conference looks really interesting, and we would pay for that data. So that's, where, uh, that's how we started our, our startup. So our market strategy on B2B was kind of like we already had a company that was interested in our type of data. And from there, that's how we started to discuss with similar types of companies uh, and kind of companies that we thought that would need this type of data. So insurances, insurers, uh, banking, uh, different types of cyber security research companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was our first strategy, talking to companies that required big type, uh, big amounts of raw data. So regarding- you tried to, first of all, identify the, the problem, right? Yeah. So try to figure out what are their pain issues, what are their problems, so that you can then build a product. Or was the other way this around? This was more, let's try to make a prototype to see if we can do this. Let's, okay. let's see if we can port scan the internet as yeah. a fun project. And from there, a client came to us, well, hey, I like what you guys are doing. I, I want that type of data. So it was kind of like just happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now we are going on our second phase. So we started with this strategy going to those type of businesses. But talking to insurers, we realized that they didn't want, they are interested in our, in our type of data, but they don't really know how to work with it and how to monetize it properly uh, mm. because they're old school. They, they know how to do insurance. Insurance, they don't know how to process cyber security. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're talking to talk to them and now we're focusing on trying to build a new product uh, for them, for for insurance, for cyber insurance. So that now becomes uh, what we co- would say it's a traditional go-to-market strategy for startups. Yeah. We're talking to insurers, we're talking to brokers, we're talking to consulting companies to understand what they need in cyber insurance, how they expect cyber insurance to work, how can it be improved, uh, what needs to change, what, where can we come in with our knowledge of how cyber security works and how can we help them to this. So mm-hmm. we've been in talks for the last couple of months trying to realize the product that we want to build, the platform that we want to build yeah. and trying to get clients coming on board uh, for this journey with us. Yeah. So it's been a conversation for a couple of months. On, ongoing, yeah. Ongoing. Uh, we've been showing them prototypes of based on what we already provide on our side, but what this new platform could provide. So this yeah. is one tra- strategy. We show, Instead of showing like a, waiting one, one year to build a platform and then showing it to them, we've been for the last couple of months building different prototypes for different t- types of features and showing them like this is what the type of data that we can get for this particular problem this is the type of uh, report that we can provide for this type of problem and we've been engaged, we've been having feedback based on that experience of recursive prototyping and getting to know them and when you um because of what i've uh, i've seen um well i can get i can yeah. try to give you my experience back on the old in the old days when we had this um when i had my own startup and it was pretty much based on um 
uh, well, it was the early days of iPhone and applications and phones like that. Nokia G2E or G2ME, the platform. So it was really hard for us to actually understand what uh, the market will, uh, what kind of consumers will use within the mobile industry and then within the mobile market mm-hmm. uh, because it was a mobile social network. So not everyone had one. Uh, Twitter and Facebook still had some kind of web page. Twitter was by SMS. So it was uh, really the I early days. Times. Exactly. It was the early days. So it was we were just experimenting a lot of different things at the same time. But um, fast forward to uh, to now is that I see a lot of companies when they build a product, they pretty much focus on technology that they're building mm-hmm. and not on the product themselves, right? So uh, instead of saying, well, we're building a product to actually tackle a problem or a pain issue or something for a bunch of companies or a yeah. bunch of users, they're actually going to tell us, well, my product is going to be amazing because it has technology A, B, and C, and it's going to scale from day one yeah. and stuff like that. So I That's think backed that by machine learning API on a data lake with, with blockchain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's all the buzzwords in the middle. Exactly. So what I feel is that people are spending a lot of time actually describing the software they're using, the technology they're using, and not probably focusing on what the problem is yeah. going to, what, what the product will uh, solve, what kind of problem will they solve. Um, and, yeah. and, and probably that's a bad strategy to go to market. Focus more on actually the problem and the pain of the customers and the users that they're going to have than um, describe the technology that yeah. uh, that you currently have. You have to understand the, the perspective of the user. Like, why, why would the user want to use this? What would they exactly. get out of it? It's not just making a beautiful website with marketing and buzzwords and some white paper. If That's all really nice. But if you don't understand the, what the customer wants, you won't be able to, to sell it to him at the end. Exactly. So, and the other thing is when you try to uh, come up with this market strategy is is actually that you need to innovate on small steps, right? So Mm -hmm. show something, show some prototype, put that on, on the street. Um, uh, let people actually use it and experiment and get feedback from the from the customers from yep. the clients that you have and then build something afterwards but not but don't build just something that it's not going to work or it doesn't work as a, within the whole of the product mm-hmm. because uh, there's that uh, that thing that we uh, discussed one of the previous episodes so how to build um, uh, the MVP, MVP yeah. right so build something that actually people can use and works uh, yeah. and works not just put the wheel and then <laughs> the axis and stuff yeah. like that to build a car. So if you build just one feature, build that feature properly that works yeah. in twin, not you don't need to build 10 features for a product, but just one feature and see if it works properly. Exactly. Uh, and that, uh, within the, also the micro strategy, one of the things that usually happens is that your investors try to dictate the strategy that you might have for your product because they have the need to get money fast from, yeah. the, from the investment. So my suggestion is that, well, if you have a clear notion of the things that you want to do, um, try to actually go to market with that in mind. Because if you listen to uh, probably investors, that's going to be a bad bad thing for your product, for your company. They want the money back, but probably it's not the best uh, solution. Yeah. But of uh, course, to that's that. going to depend also on the, on the investors you're talking to. Some investors, yeah, yes. they don't understand that. they Basically, startups die because of them. Uh, but you also have very good investors that they realize how this product to market works and they give you time to realize the product, to work on the product. Uh, and that's important. So it's also when you're talking to investors, make sure that you understand well, you uh, see that their mentality is aligned with yours and how to bring this product before exactly. you sign a piece of paper exactly. or else you're going to be screwed big no, time. It's not just the employees that you bring to the company, but also the investors that yeah. you bring um, uh, on. And talking about investing and funding, um, 
usually uh, startups they can bootstrap they can use the three f's which is the family friends, friends and, and fools, fools. Yep. <laughs> or they can just go for seed camp or uh, seed capital actually and and then investment so there's a bunch of uh, ways for them to get money to raise money um and uh, th- right now what i feel is that there are too many companies raising money too early right so instead of having anything or just uh building something they're just raising money because of reasons there's no and they're raising a lot of money right um up front right yeah i uh, remember a couple of years ago that was seed series a series b uh where seed was like the beginning of it like the, the name comes of it seed fund it's the money to start to seed to, to, to grow your first iteration but now there's already pre-seed because seed goes already to one million two millions so now there's a pre-seed uh, funding, so I was, that's kind of strange. So that shows how the market is going a bit crazy. Uh, it is just there's investors popping up everywhere. Uh, the amount of money people can get nowadays it's insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, maybe three or four years ago you would get 100k if yeah. you're lucky, and nowadays if you get like 500, like half a million, that's like a standard. You know, there's there's a problem there because the market uh, usually. Before the seed uh, investment, you could use you would bet you, well you you would use the three Fs obviously, yeah. but if you don't have that capability, you actually uh, use credit from the banks and use your credit card. Yeah. The thing is, the banks are not investing anymore the or are not allowing allowing you to do this kind of credit to start your own company. So that's probably why you need mm-hmm. to have this kind of pre-seed to have some kind of investment. But on the other hand, and going to the article uh, that we're going to share afterwards, is that um, Sam Altman, so one of the... The, pre- uh, the president of Y Combinator. Is that uh, exactly the Y Combinator, one of the first companies doing the, the, the um, seed, seed investment? Seed investment? Yes, yeah, well, they're accelerator. accelerator yeah. Exactly. They give you nowadays, I think it's 100 or 200K in exchange for 10% of your company. Well, or something like that. A few years ago, it was 7%, and it was or 75 or 25K. Yeah, well, I don't yeah. know. So, uh, bottom line, he thinks that companies are raising too much money yeah. um, early on, and he, thinking, and he thinks that um, they should actually either bootstrap or use the three Fs or use any kind of uh, strategy. Yeah. What, what, what do you think about this? There's a lot of companies doing this, in your kind of view? Yeah, I think some companies, if they would just spend just two or three months more without investment to realize a the product, they would get a better deal out mm-hmm. of it. Because then maybe they would have some more clients before they get the investment. They would understand the product a bit better uh, before getting investment. So that would avoid them getting the, the investment. And then three months later, they have to pivot again. So I think give it some time before you sign the, the, the investment money. Uh, until you have some idea. Okay, no one's, there's, nothing, there's nothing sure in the world. But at least get some idea that what you're doing is exactly what you think you're, you're building. Exactly. Uh, and the interesting part of this article is because Sam Altman mentions this not on, not about startups in general, but he mentions he talks about this regarding also startups from Y Combinator. So he says at the end of the the three months process at the demo day, some of the startups that leave Y Combinator shouldn't raise money. They sh- hmm. they don't they shouldn't deserve it yet. So it's interesting that he's not talking about the general, but also about his own house. So that's yeah. a, an interesting critic to his own ecosystem that he's building. Yeah. Well, usually when you t- when you took when you take money from um, from investors, there comes a bunch of, of problems with that, right? So you need to have to achieve goals, you need to have growth, you need to deliver something. 
and probably you don't have that flexibility to actually be creative and mm -hmm. and, and do things that you want to do yeah. uh, and tackle the problems that you uh, that your startup or your product wants to uh, wants to solve, and um, you have always this pressure of um, of actually. Um, building something and put something in the market, unless you can go for a, for an ICO, right? So no pressure on you. <laughs> With that, <laughs> you can get just get kind of free money, right? And then just disappear. You don't. You don't... Yeah, that, that's what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, there's one one thing of uh, doing with yeah. the funding, and the last. Theme that we have yeah. for when, today when is culture eats software for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Exactly. <laughs> that's another article. It is. Um, it's another article that says that um, um, uh, the, the the culture that you have in your company, it's going to eat the software that you're going to use it. So it, it pretty much defines the software and um, the technology that you're going to use it. Because actually, um, you're going to have employees. They're going to pretty much like this kind of technology and the other technology. And that will will, yeah. will well that kind of culture that you have within the company will pretty much eat the the things that you're trying to yeah. build. Right? If you have a really bad culture in the company where people are uh, leaving, always hiring new people, or just because you have people that don't care about the product or care about the environment, the quality that you will have won't be good. So you won't have a, a good product at the end. You won't have a product that re it's really resolving issues for customers because if the employees in your company don't care about their company then they won't care about the product they won't care about your clients so if your culture is completely broken yeah there's nothing that's going to save your company at the end you can get all the vc money you want but if the culture there it's dead yeah the product is dead it is and 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 also the article talks about um integration that you can have um, kind of uh, scalability, right? Because if you, let's say that uh, if you want to start using DevOps tools, right? Um, and your culture in the, within the company, actually it's not towards DevOps. So it doesn't matter yeah, what silos, kind of software. Yeah. It doesn't matter what kind of software that you're going to use because it's not going to work at the end. Mm. Or um, if you want to scale and uh, you're picking a bad, um, and you want to do a lot of automation, but your, your, uh, your employee is actually think that it's better for them to do things manually yeah. then it's not it's not going to work so what what the, the article tries to explain is that usually culture culture the, the the company culture will define the kind of software uh that you're going to use afterwards and um and you can change the software but uh it's more interesting for the company uh, to change the culture so that so that everyone can work uh, and it's on harder it, and it is and you already talked about culture in one in one of the previous episodes um especially the about the gender um yeah uh, within the company and stuff like that, so it's really hard to do that to achieve that, um, and um, and that's pretty much it that we have, right? Yeah, today it was it's, it's a short, short episode. episode. Today, yeah, it's a next week we're going to do something uh, a bit uh, with more time, with more subjects. Yeah, this was uh, startup uh, out of the box. Yep, that's it. See you next week. Cheers, bye.